Welcome to Strip It Back, the podcast which helps to simplify life and live in the moment with Joanne Panetta and Renee Talia. Welcome back, everybody. It's so nice to be back here in the space for another episode of Strip It Back. How are you, Renee? I'm well, and I think this is going to be our last episode for the season, not forever. Can you believe it? (laughs) A whole season. We can say season one, we're wrapping up. That's pretty exciting. How does that feel? It feels good to think it was just this uh, big idea of let's create a podcast. And now, upon reflection, 10 episodes down, on to number 11. It's been quite the journey. It's been amazing and I'm so grateful. So it's a beautiful sunny day and it's a great reason for us to be together in the space, uh, you know, playing big and and planning what uh, the rest of the year and next year is going to look like, which is a perfect way to, I guess, wrap uh, wrap our heads around the next episode. Definitely. Um, We sat together, as we always do, very briefly over a cuppa and informally and we had a look at... um, well, what will this episode be about? And we have some really great big ideas, um, but would you like to share, I guess, where we decided to go with the episode and why that came up? Yeah, well, given that it is December and there is a lot happening in most people's lives Mm -hmm. at this time of year, it's the Mm. season to be jolly. It's definitely known also as the silly season. Mm -hmm. And we thought that this would be a great episode to reflect back on all the episodes that we've done thus far this year through Mm -hmm. the lens of the silly season. Yeah, and we've actually written down, which we rarely do, we literally wrote down the themes of each episode and we said, okay, silly season, for some it's Christmas, for some it's other different celebrations, the holiday period. And I know our international listeners are thinking, what are you talking about, the summer period and the holiday period? For us, this is our big break. So um, all those sorts of things that are happening, wrapping up uh, school years, wrapping up work years, um, planning, I guess, you know, New Year's Eve and all those sorts of things. So, so many big, significant events. And if we were to look at them through each of those lenses that we've talked about, there's just so much we could say. All right. So let's get into it. This is exciting. So thinking about this time of year, Mm. um, through the lens, I guess, of community, because when I think about the festive season, there is a lot of opportunities to gather. So for you... What gathering are you going to be doing this festive season? Well, it's it's kind of already started. Mm. I think the pre-planning of this time of year has is, it's it's where people are making the opportunity to spend time together. So um, we're very blessed and have some friends arriving from Singapore, our other home, and we've already pre-planned events with all of them. So the Christmas party theory, the idea of catching up with your friends before Christmas and wrapping up the year and reflecting on the time, um, that's kind of started for me. And different communities, which is really beautiful. So we've got our friends from Singapore, um, my work Christmas party, things like that, Um, catching up with my girlfriends from uni and sort of reflecting on the time of year, Uh, people I've met travelling. So there's all different things and even family stuff is starting to happen, which I know for both of us, family Christmas is a big thing. So um, heaps of communities that we're connected to. So it's it's been a, a time to kind of go, wow, like the grey dots in the calendar are filling up, you know, when you put your events in, but they're all for really beautiful reasons. They really are. Mm. And I love that this time of year does bring people together. It does. Mm. And it always makes me think every year I think that we get to this time of year, I'm like, 
why isn't there more of this throughout other times of the year? Because yes. I also feel that it brings about a bit of expectation mm. on, and I know that that was one of the lenses too that we talked about yep. this year, of doing the catch-ups. And for me, yes. it's a very new year, um, bringing in another family into yes. the festive season and what that looks like. And I'm sure that anyone that has been married or is married or in a new relationship, that also bringing a new family and mm. committing to those events around this time of year can also bring its Trickiness. Yeah, and I think one thing you said there was expectations. Mm. Uh, boundaries comes up for me as well and all of those things around change and family. So already we've covered so many of the topics that we're looking at. I think for me the biggest thing I look at is what's changed for me in the last year is that whole theory of the whole body yes and does it feel right and does it actually mm. feel good. I was the queen of should and I was the queen of doing things because it was the right thing to do. And really interestingly, once you step into that power of actually saying, "Mm, no, it doesn't sit with me, I'm not going to do that and making those decisions from that space, it brings about a sense of calm. But I think there is one area and challenge me if you think I'm, I'm coming at it from the wrong angle where when it comes to families though, you do have to look at that word compromise and as much as I was, uh, and I can connect back to my, my past relationship, I didn't want to do those things, but you do them because that's part of the, I guess, the partnership, but it doesn't have to be everything. Do, do you know where I'm coming from with that? Yeah, yeah, I definitely do. And I do believe that when you are in a partnership, yes, mm. there's definitely a compromise yeah. and from a beautiful place as well. Of course. You know, I have married my husband because I love him and Mm. part of him is the family and it's just navigating uh, the hours in the day for this time of year to fit it all in. So for me, I guess it's about being crafty in those, you know, 24 hours or 48 (laughs) hours that we're trying to fit these events in Mm. and, and just trying to fly the idea, would it be okay to do it a day earlier or a day later? And, you know, I'd love to hear even from listeners um, what this looks like because having Mm. lived abroad, we've had to also deal with this. The years that where I just think about past years where I actually haven't come home for Christmas and I've gone and done something at all the holiday season, gone and done my own thing. But then when you are home Mm. and... I want to spend that time with my family too. So how that might look and how people have become crafty with it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing that um, my ex-husband and I had in place, and you knew this, was that we we actually got married in December Mm -hmm. and we decided that every second year was going to be our own Christmas. Um, And so we took our honeymoon over Christmas and that kind of set up, I guess, an expectation or I set up a pattern maybe Mm. and it became quite natural. So um, quite similar, there's probably people that do a Christmas on and a Christmas off. Um, One thing that our family, so I have a beautiful big Italian family, is um, navigating the idea of, well, does it have to be just on Christmas Day? Can we do Christmas Eve? Or one year I may not be there, which is a very common theme. I was the travelling child and I went off and... Another year, someone else might not be there, but it doesn't mean we have to put expectations and change the whole structure just to suit one or two people. Come in and out of the festivities as you wish. Yeah. I think that's thing, and that's boundaries and expectations. I think 
there's so much pressure on people around this time of year to get it right. It can be. Which brings me to the next thing around this Mm -hmm. time of year. It's also the season where giving gifts is a big thing. And I know that this is something that's changed over the years in my family in the sense that we now have a Chris Kindle rather than purchasing for every single person because a big Italian family, that's a lot of gifts. It is. And so it got to a point where we all resonated and said, hey, this is getting a little bit out of control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we decided to do the Chris Kindle. Love it. Um, Our family does the same, by the way. Great. Both sides. Oh, fantastic. Don't you find that a lot easier? My mum's side and my dad's side. It's beautiful and it's fun because we do the Christmas Grinch theory as well, which is hilarious. Oh, it's all about stealing and, and, and... borrowing and begging and it all gets very heated let me tell you the the panetta christmas there's a lot of uh um, intense conversation around about nine ten o'clock when it comes to christmas time hilarious yeah anyone who's new and welcome to our family yeah yeah good luck and welcome it's their initiation (laughs) it's quite funny actually so yeah but it was interesting I, i came to you today and i said oh my goodness on the weekend i went to westfield and i had an anxiety attack and I, at first I was like, I'm being a bit, you know, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I really didn't cope with the whole consumerism around Christmas time. Mm. Do not get me wrong. My love language is all about gifts, acts of service, all of these things. And that's a, a great way to look at, you know, how you express love. But the idea of actually feeling like I have to go in and purchase something like tangible in my hand for people like oh, I'm all about an experience and does it have to be another thing? Like, do we need another thing? What about time together? What about an experience? And I've actually just had something pop into my head. A friend of mine actually said to me when someone said, what would you like for your birthday? Their reply was, something I can do with you. And I loved that. Yes. I really love that. Like an experience, yeah? I'm all about experiences. You know that. It's right. But again, just because you and I love that, you know, it's really interesting. I was having a chat with my mum the other day. We don't buy gifts a lot around the time, this time of year. So for my mum and the adults in my family and the aunties and uncles, it brings so much joy to have something to open on Christmas Day. So again, no expectations. And, you know, it, that's the compromise. That's the give and take. And when mm. you look at it from that perspective, it's okay to go and buy that gift. And you just think about the gift that's going to serve you and, and make sure it's bought, I guess, you're spending your dollar wisely. Like what's that, what do they call it, conscious consumerism or something conscious like consumerism. that? Yeah. And what about in your family? Do you get a choice to be in a Chris Kindle or not? Is everyone in it? Cause oh, we've just all done it. I've, we've never really even discussed the idea of choice. I don't think there's anyone who actually is against. Not mm. that's, that's heavy language, but... No, no, we, we definitely all do it. I know that for us a message goes around, are you going to be at Christmas? Yes, that's so more the question. So when we don't know, um, I know for myself this year, I've actually said to one of my cousins, I'm, I'm out this year because I'm not sure where I'm going to be. Yeah, yeah. So if I am there, don't worry, I'll just won't be part of it this year. Yeah, um, and that's okay. But I loved that 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 goes out and gives ah, people also because yeah. I've usually been the first one to be like, yep, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this year I actually sat with and I'm like, well, I don't know what we're doing yet. So yes. I, I don't yeah. want to hold up what everyone usually does. Yeah. And it's 
perfectly okay. I love that. I, it's actually something that's never come up in our family and I'm, I'm wondering if that's something that people are thinking. Um, we talk about it often with hosting Christmas and, mm. you know, my dad's one of seven siblings so we have these big, huge Panetta Christmases and it's a lot of work for um, our parents and now us kids are starting to contribute a little bit more and cook and do all those sorts of things and we're also navigating what does Christmas look like for our family in the future. Um, so we're just enjoying every possible moment and I'm super excited um, about Christmas this year and I'm uh, I'm excited to be home and sharing it with the people I love. That's beautiful. Yeah. What about, um, I just want to go into the idea of comparison and comparison around the silly season um, or this Christmas time or this holiday period. What comes up for you in that arena? Like, do you find yourself comparing or other people in the community? Is there anything around that? I'm, I'm trying to think for myself. I'm not sure. Nothing pops into mind as far as comparing. I know what I do more is comparing one Christmas from other ones that I've ah, experienced. I've found yep. myself in that this time of yep. year where I've been like, oh, I wish I could go and just take a trip right now (laughs) but I think that's the traveler in me Uh, you've been grounded for a while yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, but nothing comes up as far as comparing that I need anything more than I've got I'm really quite content in beautiful the boundaries that have been set around this time of year as well for me the only the only when I'm talking about comparison I think about well what do you mean everybody doesn't have lasagna and cotoletti and arancini for dinner and also a big lunch? Like comparing what my family Christmas looks like to other people's Mm. and maybe coming at that from a space of, wow, like I'm so grateful. I'm really grateful for what we have. I feel like that's being curious about other people's Christmases because, yeah, like you, we definitely start with a pasta dish but Mm. we're both, you know, Italian backgrounds so... But what, what does Christmas look like for other people? Maybe you're right. That's curious, mm. not so much comparison. Yeah. And it's interesting. I'm like, well, you know, when you meet a person and, and, and step into a relationship with them and you start looking at, well, are we going to each other's Christmases and things like that? Mm. Like, yeah, you have to navigate. Because I'll, I'll tell you that um, past partners have had very different Christmases to mine and it's been really interesting. Um, and I did actually find myself at time negatively comparing mm. both. Yeah. So um, just catching myself. I'm a very different person in that arena now. I can catch when it's happening and be like, hmm, what does this really mean? Mm. So I don't know. That kind of comes up for me a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The biggest um, areas for us, I say, like community, change. I think you've talked about change from the perspective of what Christmas can look like when you're in a relationship, when you're an expat. Um, I don't know, being brave around Christmas time, voicing what you know, you're, you're looking for, what you're after, boundaries, expectations, all of those things come up um, as themes around this time of year. I also wonder what people are doing that don't celebrate oh, at yeah. this time of year. Like yeah. I'm just noticing that we've mentioned the word Christmas a lot of time, but I feel like when we mention the silly season, it's mm. more that at this time of year, it is an extended holiday in Australia. Yeah. So what people cultivate, not just around Christmas, Christmas, yeah, but even projecting into the new year, Ooh. because I feel like this is a time of reflection at yes. this time of year. Well, I the the first thing as soon as you said New Year, I just went ping. Do you remember the year I came back from traveling and I went through that really challenging stage of my life? Mm. I remember how much 
how much nervousness and anxiety I had around this idea of celebrating New Year. So it was closing off 2018 and starting 2019. And I was going in it, inverted commas, alone. Mm. And you know how I was with that word. And I think to myself, I am so eternally grateful for an event that I found. And it was an event that looked at yoga, meditation and sound healing to see in the new year. Now, when I actually said to you guys as my friends and family, most of my friends and family were like, you can't do that, be by yourself. I remember you were like, this is amazing. (laughs) I was like, this is the best thing. You're going to love it. Yeah. And (laughs) And I'm talking about this whole expectation and forgive me if I sound crass when I say this, but this expectation in Australia that we have around spending hundreds of dollars and getting blind drunk on New Year's Eve and it just didn't sit with me, this whole pressure around New Year's Eve, we've got to have this big party and all these big celebrations. The idea of doing that on my own freaked me out. So I did this other meditation and mindfulness thing and it capped off my year perfectly, closed energetic circles and opened up 2019, the year of yes, the year of amazing, my favourite year ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so interestingly, what, what are you thinking? I remember you just said to me, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? And I was like, nothing. Like, I don't know. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. And it's likely, like my past few New Year's, yeah. I've kept them pretty low-key too. Yep. Uh, I find it's a beautiful time to go inward and yep. just really be present on the year that has passed, yep. finding that gratitude and then being able to bring in the new year. And I know that something that we've cultivated oh, the last two yes. years has also been to have a soundtrack for your year. I love so it. So this is how we're going to share. Are we going to oh. share? I wish Beck was here right now. I, know. I hope you're listening, Beck, and you're you're giggling away thinking about those times in your lounge room. Actually, it was her lounge it, room. Wasn't that's it? where it started. It did. And don't worry, we will definitely have Beck on oh, the yes, show at yes. some point. Absolutely, stay tuned. Season two. But I think um, that was the one year. I think it was 2017. I'd come back. Um, I'd chosen to repatriate before going on my adult gap year and being in the lounge room, we, I think we got prawns and Prosecco and made a beautiful dinner. And then all of a sudden, Renee and Beck are like, right, Joe, this is what we're thinking. We're going to bring in the new year. You're going to be part of our tradition. And I was like, okay, what, what are we doing? <laughs> and um, we did. We chose a soundtrack for the year, didn't we? We did. Yeah. I'm trying to think what my first one was. I don't remember. I um, believe it was Aqua, Dr. Jones. Oh. <laughs> Jones, Jones. I think I'm turning to karaoke now. Yeah. yeah. And and they don't need to be the hip stomp songs oh. of today. We make sure that they the yes. daggier the better. Well, I think oh, Dr. Jones, that's right, because I was going through some health challenges at yeah. that time. Ah, oh, no, I remember. I definitely remember this year's song. Can't wait to tell you that one. But I remember now Dr. Jones because yeah. I was like, oh, calling in, you know, healing. What was yours? Mine was uh, Danny Minogue's This Is It. Oh, <laughs> yes, because it's, you know, this, it's the real thing. And look at what your year and turned out to be. And then I called in someone pretty mm. not long after that song was released yeah. who is now my husband. I so love it. let well, me tell you, having a theme song. Mm. And I'm actually in really great health. So thank <laughs> you very much, Dr. Jones. <laughs> Oh, we crack ourselves up. What was Beck's song? Do you remember? God, I don't remember. Send us a message, Beck, and tell us. I feel really bad that I can't remember that. I remember one from this year, though. Yes, so do I. 2018 to 2019. So I remember I'm going to share Beck's song. It was A Whole New World, which was absolutely beautiful. Um, And I just remember us dancing around, and I wasn't with you girls. 
obviously no, on New we Year's were, Eve. We, we weren't all together, but, but we, we still all did still it. kept we did and we chose the song. Mm. And I feel like this year, you know, we've all got partners now. Yeah. Um, so yes. I think they mm. also need to choose a song oh. this year. I'm just putting it out there on the spot <laughs> that everyone needs to have a theme song. <laughs> well, you know, bring it on, I say. Um, my song, it's quite funny now that you bring up, I, I am, yes, the I year do of have the a yes. beautiful, the year of yes. And I just said, I want to consciously date. And I'm going to say that Nelly Furtado's Man Eater <laughs> is my song of the year. In fact, I had a few songs and I believe Beck and yourself, we shortlisted them and there was a vote made actually with Katie, another friend of ours, and she they said, no, definitely Man Eater, Joe. Um, and let's just say, keeping it G-rated, I had a wonderful year of dating. Yeah. And I have also called in a very beautiful soul and it's very exciting. So Man Eater, what was your song this year? Ain't no mountain high enough. (laughs) It was a little duet number. (laughs) Ain't no mountain high. I just want to sing now. And we now and and we we just have this tradition and it's beautiful. So I wonder what traditions and little things that people have in place for their new year. Here we are giggling around expectations and community and it all just comes back to having fun and being light. Strip it back and just Live in the moment and enjoy your life. So um, stay tuned to hear what the songs are going to be this year. Who oh, knows? Oh, now I've got to start thinking. We don't overthink it, though. I think no, that's the biggest part. That's right. Yeah. So wrapping up our year, um, I've certainly had the most incredible, oh, I'm going to get emotional, 2019. Um, I am so grateful for um, the Landmark Forum that I did at the start of the year, which taught me that life has incredible ups and incredible downs Um, and just like that machine that takes your heartbeat when you are in hospital a flat line means you're dead and I have certainly lived this year Um, I've been so sad I've been so frightened but I've been brave and now I just feel like free and happy and alive and so freaking grateful for everything and I mean everything that happened to me Um, and it's a strange thing to say that I was happy about that but I sit here with tears in my eyes and gratitude in my heart for everything that happened to me and who I've become and you have been the biggest cheerleader for me Mm, with that. And I'm just loved watching you grow over this year and you are amazing and I can't wait for what you get to cultivate next and I'm so grateful that along this journey of you finding you which we've always known you've been extraordinary (laughs) in there that I've also got to spend time where we've gotten to live together for a oh, little bit so and just bring our friendship to an even greater level yeah, than it sisterhood. has been. Yeah. yeah, and we definitely cultivate sisterhood and tribe and it's so beautiful. So to you and my other sisters out there and to my new husband this year, oh, so 2019 exciting. is definitely one that's going to go into the books for both of us yeah. as being a really beautiful time of evolving yeah. the new. Transformation, growth, and it's still happening. Oh, yes. We sit here happening. and we talk about playing big and playing big is also part of playing big within yourself. 
the explore, exploration I'm on now, and again, I can be really transparent. I was seeing a psychologist for a very long time. I actually broke up with her on the weekend, and I'm now exploring um, a different kind of healing, and it's more of a spiritual healing. And this this idea, this podcast, what it's done for me and in my healing has been phenomenal. And I really hope, and we've heard so many beautiful things that we're actually helping so many people in talking and getting our story out there. It's really really helping people and we are so grateful that you're open to hearing our stories and making connections to your own yeah so Mm. I want to send gratitude out to each person listening and thank you for sending in any messages or just subscribing and listening to an episode because what you've cultivated in listening to us Mm. has allowed us to sit before this episode to say are we going to do a season two yeah. and there was a whole body yes absolutely from both of us to say that there is a place for this and mm. it's not just about you or I it's not anymore anymore it's not about there you is a community out there and mm. we are so thrilled and we're happy to be of service because that's what our intention is to live a life of service and to find our calling and I truly believe um, and I speak with confidence here that this is something that comes very naturally to you and I Renee which brings us to announce that we're super excited to officially launch season two. Yes. It will be happening. Um, we're excited to um, take a little bit of a different spin, I guess. There'll, there'll still be obviously the authentic and raw conversations, but we're excited to change things up a little bit. So stay tuned for season two. We are going to be breaking over this time yes. to be able to gather and sit in with our family and friends mm-hmm. and then re-collaborate and join you all in the new year. Yeah, and we want to um, say something very exciting because we're all about being authentic with our word. We have some really big ideas about um, creating community and connection on another level and um, our big idea is to actually meet and greet these people that are listening and yeah, we've got some big ideas. Um, I guess we could call it uh, Strip It Back Live. Yeah. Something like that along the way. Strip It Back Live. Mm. How does that sound? Yeah, we'd love to hear from you about what you think about that, but please stay tuned. Information will be shared on our social media, also through Renee's website at Rebalance Naturally. Um, for those listening that uh, think there's some friends or family that would really benefit from listening to what we have to share, um, get tell them to get on board and get excited for what 2020 will bring. Yeah. Mm. And if you really want to know more about the cryptic messages that we're talking I about, <laughs> I really would encourage you to DM us if you would like to be involved or subscribe on the Rebalance Naturally website yep. to get all emails. And then our socials will definitely of have course, that. Definitely, definitely. Now, in uh, true tradition, Strip It Back style, we do need to go and have a check-in about our what went well today or our small win. Have you had a moment to reflect on what that is for you, Renee? My small win today is our collaborating before jumping on our... Yeah. Um, podcast today because I'm super excited about 2020 and just our butcher paper ideas Mm -hmm. that we are cultivating and I can't wait to be Mm. able to allow them to flourish even yeah, more. Yeah, it is exciting. And you know what? By playing big, we're just putting it out there and, and, and holding each other accountable. I love that. My small win today is probably our authentic conversations. Mm. Um, when you've got two soul-filled people brainstorming and sharing and, and talking about life, 
Um, what I appreciate the most is that we come at it with a point of authenticity and crystal clear communication. And um, you're not afraid to tell me what you're thinking. I'm not afraid to tell you what I'm thinking. And we navigate what that looks like and how it's going to work best for us. So I am absolutely appreciative of the authentic ability to be raw and vulnerable and call each other on stuff when we need to and encourage each other. So bring on 2020, I say. Yeah, bring on more soul lifts, I say too. Um, Once again, a big thank you to everybody for listening. It has been an absolute delight getting on here and sharing our stories and opening up with each and every one of you. We wish you all the best for whatever the rest of the year looks like. And we can't wait to connect with you again very soon. Yeah, take some time out for you and we'll see you in 2020. Bye. 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 Thank you for tuning in to Strip It Back. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it if you could kindly leave us a review. 